So we literally finalized and signed this contract about an hour ago. I might have been a little anxious about whether or not it would close before this. Um, I just want to say a huge thanks. We've had folks on our team hustling and working really hard uh, for the last couple months when this opportunity presented itself to make it happen because we think this is one of the most powerful things that we can do to elevate this community, elevate this sport, reach more people. Over the course of the last years, I've gotten a chance to meet thousands of people from our community. I always ask folks, hey, where did it start for you? Where did your journey with CrossFit start? And for a lot of people, they talked about turning on ESPN back in the day and seeing the games and being wowed and inspired by what they saw there and motivated to go check it out. And so we're really fired up at a, at a step that we believe elevates our sport and our community on the very highest stage to allow us to reach more people. So we're really excited um, to share that with you guys. Now, at the same time, I also wanted to talk a little bit about um, some other decisions that we had to make. I'd say, look, over the course of the last year, for me, I had been a fan of the games. I'd watched the game sitting at home. Um, over the course of the last year, I got to better understand what it takes to pull this off. Um, for those of you guys that haven't gotten a chance to see it, there are probably a thousand people, um, many of which, most of which are volunteers who work extraordinarily hard to pull off this amazing event and experience. There are a ton of investments and resources that need to go into delivering a great experience. What that means for us, unfortunately, sometimes is we got to make tough calls. Um, we'd love to be able to do everything. Pragmatically, that's not possible. So there are times when we got to take a step back and say, okay, what are the things, what are the choices we make that we believe best further this goal, best serve and support the community? One of those decisions was the decision we made this week about live streaming adaptive and masters. And um, it, look, that, that experience um, was a really challenging one. Um, not a great experience. Um, we knew that coming in. That was a really, really hard decision in trade-off. Uh, and understand if you're a family member at home, if you're an affiliate owner who's got an athlete competing, uh, if you're a coach that has helped an athlete prepare, uh, how frustrating that experience must have been for you at home, tune it into that. What made that decision especially hard and challenging for us is that for a lot of people, and as incredible as our elite athletes are, for a lot of folks, the most inspiring stories are the adaptive athletes, the master's athletes. Yeah, it, for me, my most memorable moment last year was, was Thursday night, the adaptive award ceremony. Like I'll, I won't forget that. And so for us, um, that decision, that made that decision all that much more difficult. Now, what we want to do is make sure that we do what we can to elevate those stories, to inspire other people. And so what our team has been working on is making sure we capture as much as we can over the last couple days so that we can package and elevate those stories to get them on ESPN, to get them in front of people, so people can see and be inspired by those amazing athletes. So our team's been working really hard on that, and we hope to show that over the course of uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, as those athletes go live on ESPN. Uh, we also made a couple other big investments this year um, to try to connect fans outside the U.S. Um, and so for, for the ESPN broadcast, we've also made the decision this year to live stream with localized commentary for four international markets and language outside of English. Now, full is a start. We know we've got more work to do, but that's, that's an investment that we're making this year that we think is in service of connecting more of our international community with the experience here uh, in Madison. And so lastly, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand off to Dave. Um, 
Our team, as we speak, is updating the streaming schedule on games.crossfit.com, on our social channels. Go check it out. Thank you for being patient as we hustled up until the 11th hour uh, to get that done. Um, and we've got to make sure that, you know, whether you're watching on ESPN or many of our streaming options, that all of our fans are going to be able to enjoy the action uh, everywhere around the world. Finally, before I hand off to Dave, uh, I wanted to take a moment uh, to, to say a thank you to the city of Madison. Um, so as you guys may have heard, this will be our last year in Madison. We've been here six years. It has been an incredible run. Um, this city, the community, um, could not have been more welcoming. Um, from small business owners downtown to the, the folks in the city who worked so hard to make sure that we felt welcome to this beautiful landscape that we get to use to put on an incredible experience. We could not be more grateful. The city of Madison has set a high bar for where we go, want to go next. Our goal is to bring this experience to as much of our community around the country and around the world over time. And so bittersweet, we're super grateful um, and really appreciate everything from the city of Madison for what they've done to be incredibly welcoming hosts for us. Thank you. I'm gonna take a little different approach to this, um, as you can imagine. Does anyone have any questions? Yeah, we'll, we'll open it up. If I can just ask a favor, um, when you do ask a question, there's microphones in the back. They'll come from the back. Um, just please state your name in the outlet uh, and who your question is addressed to. Hi, Ricardo Scioli from Brazil, from Hugo Cross. My question is on the ESPN deal. Is that something that is going to grow abroad, like for ESPN Brazil and other uh, locations in the world? So this year it is not. Um, so we're making, we will have options for um, our folks in international markets to engage. Um, we hope this is the start of a, an amazing partnership with ESPN. Anyone else have a question? Up in the front. Uh, Will Romano, Wisconsin State Journal. Um, do you have any reasoning behind leaving Madison, moving the competition elsewhere, and do you have any information you can share on where it's going to be moving in future years? It's a really tough decision to leave this city. We've had a blast here. I, when I was flying in, <clears throat> I remember the first trip I came out here to, uh, we, we were on a three-city tour looking at a number of venues who had um, requested to host us, and it was the final three. And uh, tennis, Chattanooga, Tennessee was one of them. We spent a few days there. Then we came here. And the first night we came in, it, let me even back up further. Uh, it was right after the games. It was right after the games in Carson. And like a week or two later, um, Justin was like, hey, we need to go start touring cities. And I'm like, the last thing I want to do right now is tour any cities. And so we got on planes anyways, and we started touring the different locations. So I was kind of already in a... In a grumpy headspace, let's call it, but um, went out there, came here, went to Chattanooga, it wasn't going to work out. The format, the venue wasn't ideal for what we needed. The city was great, but it wasn't, um, they didn't have the amenities or what we needed. We came here, and some of the best memories I have of this place is the first tour that we took, and we walked around. First, they took us on a boat tour, and that was cool, but I wasn't into it. Then that, that kind of uh, the, the lakes and all that at that point don't, didn't matter in venue selection. So then it was like, hey, when are we going to see the actual venues? And they brought us here, 
And when we first started walking around, it definitely was not clicking at first. Um, we, we looked at the expo hall, which was really nice. We came to the stadium, which was good, but it just felt like um, the pieces weren't falling together. We, we walked around, looked at everything, and then started kind of seeing where things could go. Well, we could, we could put a venue outside, kind of like the soccer field that we had in Carson. And we can do this in here, and we can put the athletes there, and we can have vendors here. And when it clicked, I mean, it clicked. Like, we knew we were coming here. And um, got super excited, made the decision, and then um, obviously been back for a number of years. We've done a lot of great things here, but there's a few things that, um, that have gone into the decision to make this happen. One, I, I really do think in the future for the sport, it does need to move around and it does need to hit other locations and other cities. And in the intent here too, was actually to leave a few years ago, but for whatever reasons they, um, we decided to extend for a couple additional years. And um, as great as it's been, having a new look, a new venue, a new city is the right move for the future of the sport. For, for where we want to take this, for what we want to do, staying in one location is not um, the, the right strategy. With that comes also rethinking how we do all of this. And definitely, I've been thinking a lot and the team has been thinking a lot about how we execute on these. And this is a massive layout. This is a massive venue. This is a massive event. So to actually put it in a place to where we can someday maybe end up in Brazil, someday end up in Europe, replicating a format or a venue or a, a, a games event like this is um, not incredibly scalable, especially when you talk about overseas venues. So we are rethinking and relooking at different ways to do this going forward to, to give us that flexibility. But I mean, I mean it like some of our best memories were made here. We love this place. We, um, we'd love to do stuff here in the future, but right now it's, it's time to, time to move on. We'll go to Scott. Scott Schweizer, Clydesdale Media. This is about the affiliates. There's a lot of positive feedback and momentum coming out of the affiliate gathering in Portland. What are, what steps are you taking to get that message out to the entire world? Yeah, uh, great question. Thank you. And I think we, we had an incredible time in, in Portland. So for, for folks that don't have the context, um, we arrange affiliate gatherings uh, in each of our regions here in the U.S. twice a year. We also do it internationally. So when we travel, um, our biggest priority is spending time with the community. This is one way that we get a chance to connect with our owners, connect other owners to each other, um, learn what we could be doing better, and talk about and communicate where we're going. We've got a partnership with affiliates. We work together. Our job is to make sure they're incredibly well-supported so that they can do the work they need to do to impact lives. And we came back from our uh, event in Portland where we talked a little bit about what we've been up to. Hey, what are the things that we've been doing in service of supporting you? What are the things we've learned? What progress have we made? What hasn't worked? And what should you expect from us in the next six months? And our intent with that is to make sure that our owners understand we are working on their behalf. And a little bit of it is asking also, it's a partnership. We need their help. 
We need them to step up as well. And what I, we realized coming back from it is there were too many owners who had to be there in person to hear that from us. And as amazing as that event was, there were a lot of owners for a variety of reasons who couldn't be there. And so we came back and said, we need to make sure that that conversation isn't just happening in person at these events, that we're getting that in front of every single one of our owners around the world. So we got some news coming on this shortly. We are gonna update how we communicate in service of addressing this specifically, where owners are hearing from us probably on a quarterly basis. So every three months, there's gonna be a similar update. What have we been working on? What's coming? Why are we doing it? What worked, what didn't work, and what uh, they should expect from us moving forward. Thanks, Scott. Savon did a pretty, pretty good job of covering it. <laughs> Do we have any more questions? We'll go up, uh, Yash, and then we'll go to Mike. Hey, Don and Dave. My name is Yash, coaching your coaching podcast. My question is, as CrossFit gets bigger and bigger, athletes are getting into the sport at younger and younger ages with hopes of getting into the, into the CrossFit games. What would be your pitch to them to hitch their careers onto the future of CrossFit? Patience. Patience and respect the process. I think a lot of people, and this isn't even for just young athletes, it's for all athletes, all CrossFitters, definitely um, don't try to rush it. Don't try to take shortcuts. Don't try to expect too much too quickly. And um, respect the time it takes to get to certain places without getting too aggressive and wanting too much too fast. That's the biggest advice I have for, for any of the young athletes. Some of them have been doing it for a very long time and expect to be um, maybe further in their journey and then start looking at their programming or looking at this or looking at that. And even just going back to the basics, mechanics, consistency and intensity and focusing on that is, is a necessary part of the path to be at this highest level. We'll go to Mike in the front row. Far side. Yellow shirt. Thank you. Uh, Mike Halpin, Be Friendly Fitness. Uh, I guess my question is for both of you, um, but start with Don. Uh, Don, you worked at Athos before this. Uh, it was using a lot of data in, in to drive performance. Uh, could we see something like that that's been used in other um, types of similar gyms and things of using data to drive um, what's going on in affiliates and how, and I even noticed in like sort of the benchmark um, sort of push here towards the games is using more data towards that and then also using that in the games uh, to sort of show out athletes' performance uh, further than just saying who won and who, who did the best in that, in that event. So, um, yeah, I'll start and then I'll hand it over to Dave. Um, so, um, you know, I think in the, in the long run for us, um, you know, data is, I think, a really big opportunity for us. Look, at the end of the day, um, data is something we think about in service of better supporting our customers. How do we use it to better support our members? How do we better support our coaches? How do we support our owners? I think one of the first steps that we can take is as we think about, we've got an opportunity through some of this to equip our, our coaches and owners um, to better understand their members in service of delivering a better experience. So I can imagine down the line, and this is not immediate, not short-term, but helping a coach understands um, for uh, individual members what the recovery looks like. And if a coach understands that by virtue of some of this data, do they have the opportunity to expand the scope of how they coach and support their athletes as well? I think also for our members, we know fundamentally, look, one of the things that we really deeply believe in is that um, measuring results putting your results on the board 
are important in terms of motivation, accountability, transparently, transparency. And so as we take steps towards things like uh, making it easier for folks to update their profile through benchmarks, it's really in service of that same goal, making it easier for members uh, to understand the progress that they're making uh, to drive increased level of, of accountability and motivation. So the stopwatch, that's the most important data we need in this community. And we've been data-driven from the very beginning. So all of our results are based off of um, this right here. And there's a lot of um, supplemental stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you can use that gives you additional information. But at the end of the day, increasing work capacity across broad time and modal, modal domains via tracking, via tracking with just this. And everything here, we're basically measuring someone's power output via via this competition via these competitions so where we sometimes get a bad rap for not being data driven we are absolutely data driven especially by just tracking and keeping um score we have time for just a couple more is there we'll go back to scott so uh, to the stream of the age groups was that a business decision or because of the lack of the deal with espn at that moment Um, I'm not sure. Uh, so look, for everything, we, we, uh, a lot of the decisions we make at the end of the day come back to the overarching goal. And you could call that a business decision. At the end of the day, we have resources. Our job is to make decisions and investments that align with our philosophy, our principles in service of helping people. This decision, yes, we looked at it. What is at a high level? How do we think about resource allocation that best serves our community? Um, what would it take to do it? How does that trade off against other things that we can use to deliver an amazing experience for our fans who are here and our fans uh, around the world who can't be here in per uh, person? Um, the timing of that, it is was a related but not directly tied to ESPN per se. We will be streaming the final too. So the final event, we will have a full, the final age group events tomorrow will be uh, standard, not streamed on ESPN, but on our channels. All right, Yash, just hang on one second. There's no questions online, correct? Okay, uh, Yash, will you know your question? Hey Don, congrats again on the year. Looking back at your first year, what were some of the biggest milestones? Um, the things I think I'm most proud of, you know, what I'd start with, I think is, um, uh, what I touched on a little bit earlier, I think the sense of, and a couple other folks who I've talked to today have mentioned it, I think there's a feeling of optimism and positivity and growth. Um, I have talked to a number of, of vendors who are here this week who are saying the activity, the engagement here um, is uh, well above where we were last year. I think that is indicative of what we are seeing across the entirety of the community um, from our owners. Again, we got a lot of work to do, but I think we are moving in a direction towards exposing more people to CrossFit, towards building stronger affiliates, towards elevating the work we do to make sure our coaches are the undisputed, most respected uh, leaders in the space. Incredibly proud of that because um, it required a partnership with the community um, and because our team has been working really, really hard. And I'd say the second thing, um, like at the end of the day, everything that we aspire to do is based on the team that we at HQ put on the field and the partnerships we build with other folks in the community um, who are working in service of growing it. And I think we have made, I'm incredibly proud of our team um, we've come a really long way. Folks work. We have a tiny, tiny team for a community of our size. Our community has tens of thousands of small businesses, millions of members in over 150 countries with three kind of separate businesses 
we have a team, a tiny, tiny team, and they work so, so hard. We don't always get it right, but everyone always wants to get it right. And I'm really, really proud of how far our team has gone. Um, that not only reflects what we've accomplished, but it sets us up to make sure next year's gonna be better. Like next year we will achieve more and, and we're on that path and I feel great about that. Uh, thanks, Don. Most importantly, I'd like to thank all the fans who showed up. We're still about 5K um, for a lot of incredible athletes that they have to get through tonight. So I'd encourage you to go out to the 5K course and cheer those athletes on. Uh, Don, Dave, thanks for your time. Uh, and uh, let's uh, look forward to these broadcasts on ESPN. Thank, thank you. you guys. Appreciate it.